Welcome! It's time for Dungeon Digressions! It's great to be a nerd! It's great to be a nerd! We wear our Star Trek uniforms and talk like Captain Kirk! We have our own heroes who we try to emulate I dream of one day being as sexy as Bill Gates We hate watching sports because we're reading Carl Sagan But we watch the Olympics if they play Dungeons and Dragons I'm a hobbit! Yeah! It's great to be a nerd! It's great to be a nerd! We think Tolkien was a genius and Shakespeare was a turd! Campaign 1, Episode 8 Short one, short no. Relieved to have finally found the children, the group was confronted by the tricky hag kidnapper. But, through strength, cooperation, and some Nickmas magic, the hag was defeated. Returning the children to their families in Clearshaw, our little gnomes made an important discovery. Magic is returning to the world of Eteria. With this thought ringing in their minds, confused yet happy, they exchanged gifts in celebration of Nickmas. Still, the night was tinged with sadness as some children remain missing. Will they find the other children, or have they been missing too long? And what role will magic now play? Let's find out together in Dungeon Digressions. Can we name this guy? This guy right here, this caterpillar. Fuzzy Gnome. We have a new member of the team, Fuzzy Gnome. What's up, Frodrick? He's our mascot. Give him a little haircut. Hey, Mars, is that sanitary? Get your fingers out of there. Oh, he's just <laughs> Get your fingers off the... F oh. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Right. Okay. You got something caught in your fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're talking don't. about the caterpillar. We don't Jesus. know. Stop poking the caterpillar. <laughs> That's a whole other issue. Where is the caterpillar? He's, he's on his way around the table. Seriously? Yeah, look at him. He's stealth mode right now, blending in. But I can see him plainly. <laughs> you know, You're I never, ruining my he's amusement. He's not very stealthy. Just let me appreciate stealth caterpillar, please. Dun to dun to caterpillar. Dun stealth to dun to caterpillar. stealth mode. Dun to dun to stealth caterpillar. Broderick, it's going to kick you in the nuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. No, Froderick, you almost squished Froderick. Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't see him there. He blended in. His camouflage was that good. He's do you know what these heart candies can do to a caterpillar? Here, climb the mountain, Froderick. All right. <laughs> Let the magic begin. After the long evening enjoying the warmth and good cheer of the residents of Clearshaw, you sleep longer and deeper than you have in a long time. Whether the comfort of a job well done or the fermented cider you enjoyed, you wake slowly and peacefully. After a quiet moment, you realize the day has dawned sunny and bright. In contrast to the days prior, you find a smile creeping across your face. You sit slowly and start your day. There we go. So you wake up and what are you doing this morning? You're in the weary farmer waking up in your rooms. Uh, I'm going to put on my indoor moccasins and I'm going to go out and get something to eat, I think. That was a great night's rest. Feel great. I'm gonna go down for breakfast. All right, so you guys go out and you head out to the main tavern area and you find a bunch of people are already sitting out there and Hilda's busily walking around. She's serving different things and she greets you when you come into the space. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, Hilda, how are you today? 
Oh, great. I hope you slept well. It's much later than I expected to see you. Oh, my gosh. I slept so well last night. It's unbelievable. Your beds are really soft here. Oh, of course. We use only the finest hay from the fields. Yeah, it's normally something we'd feed the horses, but it is very soft. Glad you enjoy it. So I was sleeping on feed? Well... It's not feed if you're sleeping on it. Oh, that's true. It was the most comfortable feed I've ever slept on. Well, come on over. Have a seat. Shine wanders up. Hey, guys. Morning. Morning. Go ahead. Have a seat. I'll bring over some food. Thank you, Hilda. Hey, have you guys seen Fern? Oh, no. Where is she? Not since last night. I don't know. Well, we should maybe wander over to Joanne's and see if she's over there. We can. Let's do that. Are we going to eat over there then? Uh... Uh... By the time we get back, our food will be ready. We're just going to eat Joanne's food? She's not really, like, a restaurant. Are you just inviting yourself to breakfast? You just like the food here, don't you? No, I I just, you know, don't generally go places and go, Hey, can I have some of your food? Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) While you're talking, Hilda comes over and sets up some plates and bugs on the table. Here you go, dearie. Here you go. Boiled eggs, boiled leeks, and some boiled uh, deer. Fantastic. Sounds good. Sounds horrible. Don't Ooh. worry, we took the head off. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not hungry, guys. I think I'll just, I think I'm just gonna head over to Joanne's. Well, Shine, maybe they have some berries or something that you can eat. Hilda, uh, you got some berries? Fruit's very hard to come by right now, but uh, I could probably scrape up some dried fruit, sure. How about that, Shine? You need some food in you. Ah, it's all right. So she just wanders out to go wander over to Joanne's, freshly mortified by the idea of floating heads. I do have some rye porridge, too, of course. It's always on the menu. She stops in the doorway. Actually, you know, that doesn't sound bad. Comes back to the table. Oh, welcome back to the table, Shine. Well, you know, her porridge is pretty darn good. You may have uh, had a little bit too much drink last night, but I've got some more of that fermented cider from last night if you'd like. Oh, thank you. Ooh, yeah. Awesome. Sets up the table, and you all have a great morning. I'm going to go head off. i got to take care of some other customers here. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Beautiful day. Beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. You, you too. All right, so you guys have your meal. It actually turns out pretty well. You know by now that if you throw about a gold for all of the food, that pretty well covers it, and she'll settle up anything after the fact. Some people know you by name by now, and they greet you, and they're very happy to see you, and some of them come up to your table, and, oh, don't worry. You know, we'll pay for your meal. We'll pay for your meal. Don't you worry about it. It's- oh, thanks. That's too kind. What? Why? Oh, you did such a service for us. It's really great to have you here in the town. We really appreciate everything you're doing. Thank you. We're just glad you got the kids back. Well, yeah, you know, they're not all back yet, so, uh, you know, don't get too excited. But uh, it's really great to have you here, so let me, let me just pay for that for you. And they... What do you mean that all the kids aren't back? Well, of course, you know, not all the kids are back. What? I thought we got them all. There's too many kids going missing around here. No, uh, you know, most of them came back, but there's still a few that are missing. Man, you guys got to keep better track of your kids. Well, I don't know that uh, Caleb and Efren's parents would be happy to hear you say that. Oh, uh, yeah, that'd You know be bad. what? I take yeah, back true. what I said. Takes his gold off the table uh, and walks away. You have a fine wait, day. Wait, 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 wait. Do you know anything? Do you know where they went? Well, I guess not where they went, but did they disappear at the same time as the other kids? I'm sorry. Uh, the kids missing? Uh, well, I guess they went missing about the same time, I suppose, but uh, I thought you knew that. Sir, why don't you have a seat here and tell us about it, see if we can help you. I've got work to do today, so uh, why don't you just enjoy your day? He seems a little put off by the conversation that you're having. He's not very happy, so he's... Good job, Zafini. He just sort of nods and... Sorry, I was just telling him how it was. It was really nice. And then, ah. I think we're going to have to ask some more questions 
now. She, she waves in the direction of Hilda. Excuse me, Hilda! Oh, yes, uh, you need something else. Uh, actually, I had a, had a question for you, if that's okay. Sure, I, I got a moment. So, that guy that just came over, he was saying that there's still kids missing? Sure, Dustin Kenley, he's the masseuse here in town. You might have noticed his strong hands. Uh, I did it, but all right. He's got really nice hands. Well, if you say so. Got the nicest hands in all the lands. Mm-mm. I mean, sometimes when I've had a long day, I'd like to go over there and just say, hi, Dustin. And, oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Where was I? Uh, uh, you really had a question? Uh, what was I the did. question about his hands? No, I don't think that was what it was about. Mm. Oh, yeah, kids. Yeah, kids don't typically get massages. No, no, no. (laughs) Do you know who these kids are? Like, that Dustin guy was saying that they disappeared at the same time as the other kids, so I don't know why they wouldn't have been with the other ones when we found them. Oh, you're talking about the other children. Yes, yeah. You know, we're very grateful for everything you did, but yeah, not all the children are back yet. They went missing around this. I guess it was earlier than the other ones. So they've been gone for a while. Oh, that's not good. You know, honestly, I know some of the families, and I I don't think they're expecting the children to come back anymore. That's really sad. What are the families? Maybe there's something we can do to help. Well, certainly. I I mean, you did a great job helping out. You know, we're super grateful, but we fully didn't expect the other ones to come back. So I'm not surprised they're not here. We we didn't even mention it just because they've been gone for so long. What are their names? You know, it's been a couple of months, but let's see. There was Caleb and Efren. Yeah, those are Elizabeth's children. And let's see, there was Mara and Alyssa, I believe. There's four of them? Yeah, that sounds right. Four children. I can't think of any others. Man, you, there is a lot of kids. Oh, well, we're a pretty large town here. We don't have a whole lot else to do sometimes. Uh, I guess we haven't seen the rest of the town yet. We just came in, well, right before all this started, really. Haven't really had a chance to explore too much yet. Does Mara and Alyssa have the same parent? No, no, they're, they're different families. Where are their parents? Ralph, that's Mara's father. He uh, He's a server over at the Minstrel. I don't know if you've had a chance to get over there yet, but they serve some really nice food. Oh, that's like a food place? Oh, sure. Oh, I thought this was the only place that had food around here. Oh, no. We're just the sort of all-purpose place here in town. A lot of people come here first because we do a lot of everything. And you're really nice, too, so. And thanks. Yeah. Oh, and then, uh, yeah, Alyssa's father, he works over at the pole. What's his name? That's Reynard. Wait, what? what's the pole? The pole? Oh, that's a place where you go to get your styles. Maybe if you're going to go get a massage and maybe you want to look nice for somebody. Like Dustin? Oh, how do you know Dustin? Oh, yeah, Dustin, <laughs> you... You know, you've heard of his hands, haven't you? Yeah, from, uh, you. Oh, oh, did I mention it? Oh, my goodness, I'm so embarrassed. Guys, why does she like his hands so much? Anyways, so if we go talk to them, where would we find them? Well, you know, you're kind of here at the beginning of Clearshaw, and if you head up over the rise, there's quite a few other places. Our, our town's a little bit spread out. We are a farming community. We do have quite a bit of land here, but to the north a little bit more, you'll see there's some other buildings and things out that way. Okay. What does Elizabeth do? Caleb and Efron's? Oh, sure, Elizabeth. Yeah, she's the bookbinder. She's got a little tiny place, kind of our little local library, if you want to call it that. She takes care of all of our books for us. Oh, that sounds interesting. I would like that place. We should go look there. Does everybody know how to read? Most of us do. Shine, we got to teach you how to read. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, maybe when we have more time. Well, thank you very much, Hilda. Yes, thank you, Hilda. And uh, good luck with uh, Dustin's hands. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs>
Don't tell him I said that. I don't even know what it means, so... So just as you guys are have finishing up this conversation with Hilda, Joanne comes in, and she seems sort of put out a little bit, out of breath, and she sort of opens the door quickly and comes in. Joanne, Joanne, are yes, you okay? Oh, hey, Joanne. Oh, oh my gosh, I went looking for you this morning. Hey, we were What's just going to come look for you. Have you seen, um, what was your friend's name? Byron. Hey, uh, Fern, Fern, yeah, have you seen her? We were going to ask you the same thing. Yeah. I woke up this morning and I typically set out a nice bit of dry tack and some tea in the morning. And I thought Fern maybe was still sleeping, but her door was closed. And I knocked a few times trying to be polite. You know how it is around here. But I went to go finally open her door thinking maybe she was still sleeping. I thought, oh my goodness, she's still sleeping so late. And, and it's really unusual for us around here. You know, farm people, we just don't really sleep that late. When I opened her door, though, she wasn't there. Oh, no. I thought, oh, my gosh, did she get up? And I missed her. I felt so bad. It's my job as the person in town to welcome new people coming in to make sure that she wakes up and she has a good morning. Was all of her and, stuff gone? Yes. Well, her bag that she was carrying is gone. Oh, no. You guys, oh, my gosh. What if the hag lady came back and stole her? What do we oh. do? The hag lady got melted. Oh. It's not the hag lady. She's not with you? No. no she's not with us. I don't know where she is. I, uh, I. She was real bent on those mushrooms. I hope. I wonder if she just went out foraging. I can't imagine her just taking off. I don't know. We don't know her that well. Well, what if she got lost? She's a forest gnome. She knows her way around. You know, I feel really bad. I... I in fact, here, I ran all the way over here with this hardtack, so at least, at least you can enjoy it. I know oh, it's not much. It thanks, doesn't compare Joanne. to Hilda's cooking, but please, you take it. And if you do see her, tell her, I'm so, so sorry that I wasn't there to give her a little breakfast and a little sending off, because I really do appreciate everything you guys do. Well, we appreciate you coming over and telling us about Fern. We're really concerned now, but we will keep our eyes open for her. We have some other errands and tasks that we have to do right now, but we'll definitely keep an eye out for her. And we'll save some of this food for her, so if we do find her, we'll give her the food. Oh, that would be And great. your thank message. You, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. She didn't, like, leave anything behind? I didn't look that carefully, but everything was gone. Well, her bag, at least. I saw her bag was gone. She didn't leave a note or nothing? No, I didn't see anything. Mm. What's a note? People write, too. Not only do they read, but they write. You know, I didn't look that carefully, but, you know, you're welcome to come over. Look, I just rushed right over here. All right, well, let's go take a quick look before we run our errands, and then we can make a judgment, I guess. All right, well, lead the way, Joanne. We'll come over there. Oh, sure. Oh, my goodness. You're coming over? Sure. I left all the plates out. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> all right. I'm not going to hold it against you. It's okay. We can, uh, I can help you clean up or something. It's fine. All right, all right. So she leads you out the door, and you finish up with Hilda. You pay your cab. Hey, Zafini, can you, like, wrap up and keep that hard tack safe? I feel like if we have to go somewhere, That'd be good to take on the road with us. Sure, I'll wrap it in this piece of cloth and I'll put it in my stocking. All right, so Joanne leads you up to the north away from the weary farmer and you get back to her place. Wow, look at this place. That's big. But the one thing you do notice is now that the day is nice and bright and shiny, as you look around, you can see there are smaller houses and little sort of groupings of houses off in the distance, kind of a couple of fields over. Oh my gosh, there's a couple of houses over there. And oh my, look over there, there's a few more houses. And the lay of the land, because you're especially so close to the flame cliffs, is very undulating. Wow, Joanne, how big is this town? It didn't seem this big when we first got here. Oh, oh yeah. Well, uh, you know, we don't keep great population records, but I think we had, there were a couple of hundred people I oh, know. wow. That oh, is sure. a lot of people. Oh, sure, but we span out. Hey, Joanne, do you know anything about any more missing kids? Oh, sure. Uh, you know, we appreciate everything you did, but yeah, of course, there's still some other missing children. Part of my job is to keep track of everybody in the town and keep records, and I'm sort of the informal census taker, I guess you could say, but yeah, there are still some children missing. Is it just the four kids missing? Because, like, I thought we got them all back yesterday, and now there's, like, four more. Well, there was... Oh, no. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, there was one girl missing, but she wasn't really officially, I guess, 
part of the town. She is, but she's not. You know, it's kind of hard to explain, but... Oh, um, that's weird. Who's that? You know, I don't even know her last name, but her first name was Paulina. Was she a kid? She'd be a teenager by now. She's got to be 14 or 15. By now? How long she's been gone for? Oh, no, it's not that she's been gone. She just... She sort of lived... By herself, I guess. And she's missing? Well, missing, I guess, is a hard word. We just don't see her very often, and I haven't seen her for a long time, but she's always kept to herself. Do you know where she lives? Maybe we can do a go check on her. I don't want to be indelicate, but she's different. Different how? Yeah, we just don't talk about her too much. I'm sorry I even brought it up. Let's let's go find out what's going on about your friend. Okay. How long ago were these children missing? Oh, the the other children? Oh, it's yeah. been um it's been a couple of months. I'm more interested in Paulina now. So they they didn't go missing the same time the other children then. No, they went missing a little bit before the other kids. So as you were having this conversation, you were walking with Joanne and talking about all the different locations inside of Clearshaw, and you realize that this town is a lot bigger than you had originally imagined. So you arrive at Joanne's, and you open the door, and she... Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for coming. I really hope I can help you out here. Fern stays here in this back room, so uh, feel free. Feel free. Go ahead. Take okay, a look. Okay, we'll go take a look. Shine just starts picking up plates in the living room for her. <laughs> oh, th- you know what? You don't have to... No, all right. Okay. That's, I got you. this. Oh, uh, where do you want these? Just put them by the wash basin. You know what? If you're willing to help out, I hate to ask, but could you get some water to them? Yeah. The basin's empty right now, and it'd really be great if you could just get that filled up. I hate to ask. Okay. How big is the basin? The basin? Oh, it holds uh, probably a good five gallons. Okay. All right, I'll be back. She takes it and leaves to go towards the well. While Shine's doing the household task, Feeny's going to walk back to Fern's room. Okay. Take a gander. All right. Schlep also. Come on, Schlep. Let's go see what's going on with Fern. All right, let's go see if we can figure this out. Okay. So you go back into the room, and it looks like the bed was not made. Her personal belongings, at least the bag that you remember her carrying, was gone. And you do see that it looks like she may have left in a hurry because nothing was really put away that she had pulled out. There's a chest with some drawers in the face of it, and one of the drawers is open, and there's some things strewn across the top of that chest. I'll go look in the drawer. Okay. So when you open the drawer, you see there's actually a couple of shirts in there that look gnome-sized. So it looks like she didn't quite pack up all of her belongings. And there is on top some paper and pencils. Is there anything written? Yeah. There's actually one that's all folded up. Is it addressed to anybody? No. I'll just read it then. Okay. So in Gnomish, it reads, Dear friends, I heard a strange noise. I'm going to check. See you in the morning. Zafini, what you got there? It's a note from Fern. She said she heard something last night and she'll see us in the morning. I think she went to investigate it, but I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her and it's morning. Oh, no. Hope we didn't lose her with the kids. All these people mm. disappearing from Clearshaw. I don't like this town. This town's weird, man. Do we have enough here to try to locate her yet? Or do we, do oh, we I don't keep know. searching? I guess we're just going to have to investigate. Okay. Search for rooms for signs that what she might have done or where she might have gone. There's no sign of struggle, right? No, it just looks like she grabbed her bag and left in a hurry from what you can tell. But it looks like she slept in her bed, right? Yeah, it looks like the bed was slept in. Okay, so she left in the middle of the night after she had gone to bed. So that's a relief that she wasn't taken then at least. Yeah, I don't think she was taken. Doesn't look like it. I think that she just got up during the night, wrote us a note, and then went to investigate this noise. We got to figure out where she went. I would have to think it'd be close. Right, if she heard the noise and she was here... She heard it. Well, let's go collect Shine. All right. All right. Go out in the living room. Shine? Shine. She's not here. Shine? You guys just see a hawk come flying in through the door. Uh-oh. Whoa, duck. No, that's a hawk. It's not oh. a duck. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Schlep? I figured you'd have more experience than that. Well, it's a bird. To be specific, it's a blood hawk, and it's Shine's bird, which tells us that Shine probably needs a little help. I got freaked out. It, it sort of flew right by my head. Zira. Zero, where's Shine? She's 
she would know to bring you guys back. All right, we're going to follow Zero. <laughs> Take Lead us, us to shine. shine. All right, so <laughs> you uh, you go back out into the common area, and Joanne is still putting away some plates. And Oh, did you uh, did you find anything? We found a note. A note? I, oh, my goodness. It's great. So she wasn't taken. That's so good. Joanne, do you remember hearing anything last night? Hearing? Um, yeah, like a sound no, or something. I, I didn't hear anything. I, mm. I, I was surprised to see her gone this morning. Well, she noted that she heard a sound and went to investigate. She heard a sound? That's what the note said. She heard a sound? She didn't say what kind of sound? No, it doesn't say. It just says she heard a sound and went to investigate and she'd see us in the morning. Mm. Oh, well, I, I guess I'm grateful that she actually left on her own will. Yeah, well, that we are too. She wasn't forcibly taken. Did you guys go to bed at the same time? Well, you know, sometimes I stay up and read. I, I well, guess so you I were up later. I was up a little later. Okay. There's a book that I'm reading that's really interesting. What's it called? The Lusty Argonian Maid. <laughs> really, what kind of book captures your attention? Joanne, if you don't want to tell us, that's fine. It's a little embarrassing. It's called The Devil's Summer Gift. Yeah, it's good. It's not as good as the previous one, The Devil's Spring. Yeah, never mind, never mind. Are these fictional tales? Mm, yeah. Well, okay. I like to think there's some truth in them. Well, all right, Joanne. So you don't remember hearing anything at all last night? No. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I, I was really into my books, and okay. um, I, I think I was probably asleep when she left. I'm not sure. But no, well, I, she's I, a I stealthy little thing. Well, I'm pretty sure if she didn't want anybody knowing she was leaving, she would have been able to leave without anybody knowing. On the plus side, really the only direction she could have really gone is either the north or... I hate to say it. I guess she could have fallen into the water and drowned and died. I'm sorry, but uh, she probably mm. went to the north. I think oh, she's no. a little bit more sure-footed than that. I guess we'll just continue north and do our investigation that way. We'll shoot north. Um, on another note, are you planning on becoming residents at Clearshaw? Ooh, why do you ask? Well, I do have to keep census, and if, again, sorry, but if Fern died, I, I'll just take her name right off the list. <laughs> well. Oh, my God. Hey, you guys have been here for two days, so you uh, you moving in or what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Joanne, right now, I'm not going to commit to that. That's fair. We got to go find Shine. Oh, she's helping me with the water basin. Yeah, well, her bird flew in and then flew back out. Oh, so. my goodness. Hold on. Joanne rushes out the door. <laughs> Shine! And now, a word from our sponsors. James. Yes, sir? I need a greeting card. What kind of greeting card are you looking for, sir? Well, one that's not too serious. I think I have just the place to look, sir. You do? Where? Yes. There's this website, sir. It's called buybree.com, and they have a wonderful variety of things, in fact. Fantastic. What was that website again? Sir, it is buybree, B-R-I-E dot com. And they have a wonderful selection of goods. And it doesn't even just stop with the greeting cards, sir. They have stickers. They have prints. They even have some bookmarks for your wonderful collection of books, my lord. That sounds fantastic. Could you enter that website on my computer for me? Of course, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. I shall pull it up immediately. Could you fix me a sandwich, too? Of course, sir. Bologna on white. Oh, I forgot to tell you as well, sir. Yes, James. They also have a special available right now. If you enter the code DUNGEON15 on their website, when you make an order, you get 15% off of your purchase. Fantastic. Isn't it just? And I do believe that once they receive these, it'll put quite the smile on their faces, sir. Buybree.com, a Wisconsin business. And don't forget to enter the code DUNGEON15 to get 15% off of your order. Can somebody help, please? 
Oh, oh my god. I'm gonna god. run and help her. Good lord. Your friend needs help. Go help your friend. Yeah, we're gonna have to. That's that wash basin's way too full of water. She's made it probably about three feet from the well, just trying to drag. Her <laughs> deep drag marks in the dirt. Sorry, I'm coming. Here, let me help you. I'll oh, push. Thanks. I'll push on the backside of this. Uh, oh. <laughs> I didn't realize this thing was gonna get so heavy once it got stuff in it. Joanne comes along and it's so sweet of you to help out. She lifts one side of it all by herself, and the three of you are left oh. on the other side. And- I'm sorry, I didn't realize this was gonna be so intense. You're pretty strong. Yeah, you are. Well, you know, do a lot of farming. That's fair. Fair enough. That's very fair. Yeah. All right, let's get this wash basin into your house. So you get it back into her house, and she. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, you know, I, I've got the rest. Thank you so much for offering to help out like that. And I, I feel like I should pay you, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> That's Great. okay, Joanne. Hey, you know what? I'm totally fine with it. You guys are really nice people. Hey, Shine. I think we have a direction. We do. Yeah, Joanne suspects that Burn may have traveled north, or she went into the water and drowned and died. Why would you say that? That's exactly. what Joanne said. Oh, I wasn't going to convey that news. That's horrible. I wasn't going to say oh, no. it. Oh, What if she did? We're, there we're go. Sorry. Breathe, breathe. We're okay. No, Fern is more sure-footed than that. We can't think that way. She didn't drown. We just have to go north. But the sharks, they, they jump out of the water. They'll get you. Only if you're on a boat. Mm, At least okay. that's what I suspect. If they were jumping out on shore, they'd be all over the shore. Did mm. you see any more sharks on the shore when we landed? No. no. Did you see them in Riverden? No, I think we're okay that way. You, um, just go. We have to go find our friend. We just need to find our friend Fern first, and then we'll take care of the kid problem. You take care of your friend. That's that's more important. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you so much, Joanne. She goes back and closes her door. You head off to the north. So just past Joanne's house, there's a small rise that goes up. Beyond that, probably a good quarter mile, there appears to be what looks like a town square. And there's a number of houses and buildings and things there. You recognize some of the placards as business locations. And then beyond that, there appear to be a couple more spotty, sporadic houses. And then uh, fields beyond that. And it looks like it goes off quite a ways before you see other houses. Are there people around? Oh, sure. There's people coming and going. And Fern! 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 Hey, Fern, where'd you go? So as you're walking down the road and you're yelling out, Fern, 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 there was a woman that is sitting on a porch. She's got a nice, very well-tended house, and she's sitting on the porch, and she's got a cat on her lap, and she's petting the cat. She's sitting on, like, a little rocking chair on a tiny little porch there, and she does not react or respond to at all. But she is watching you very intently as you walk past. Hey! I like you, cat! Oh. Hi, can miss! I, can I roll a perception to detect whether or not she was really staring at us? Yeah. Twelve. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, she's definitely looking at you. Good day, madam. Hello. Hello. Yeah, good day. Yes. Want to pet my cat? Yes. A lot wanna, of people do. I do want to pet your cat. What's, what's his name? Yes, of course his name is Dancing. The way he moves, he just looks like he's dancing sometimes, and it just makes me so happy. Yeah. Hi, kitty. So many children love to pet my kitty. Shine, feel this kitty. Hi, Dancing. Can I pet you? Is that okay? She's actually asking the cat for permission, not the lady. The cat purrs, and it's actually up on the banister, and it's walking back and forth. Oh, Shine, it likes you. Hello, you're awesome. This is, this is Zira. Zira just looks around the shoulder. (gasps) She grabs back the cat. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Zira's fine. See? Zira just chirps at the cat. Madam, may I ask you a question? Certainly. I couldn't help notice how intently you were watching us. Is there something about us that troubles you? Well, I wouldn't say troubles. What would you say? I would say your children I don't recognize, and I thought I knew most of the children in this town, and... uh, I understand. I see what's going on here. We're not kids. (sighs) Not... To be blunt, but why... Okay, why are you so short and ugly? 
Let me just put it that way. Well, first of all, we're what's called gnomes. We're short because that's the way gnomes are. Hey, miss, have you seen anyone that looks like us? That is sort of why I'm asking, I suppose, because I did see a short, ugly child just like you go through here last night very early. Was she wearing a blue pointy hat? Well, it was pretty dark. I mean, unless she had a pointy head. Which way was she going? That sounds like our friend Fern. She headed just past the house. I was sitting out here with my cat. Are you out here all the time? Well, I certainly like to enjoy my time out here with dancing. Well, honestly, it's not me that likes to be outside. It's more dancing, and I have to be with him. Well, there's nothing better than dancing outside. And the, you, you are clever. That is sure true. The only time I don't like to come out here is when it's raining. Oh, but dancing in the rain is awesome. So yes, I, I, I saw her come through here last night. It was very early. I, was I, she um, alone? Yes, I believe okay, so. Okay, no, that's good. That's good. We're just making sure. Did you see where she went? Did she keep going north or did she duck well, in behind? Well, I watched her for a while and she headed off into the wooded area off to the north. Well, of course, it's mostly farm fields, but she was heading away from the houses. See, you know, Shine? She's fine. Yeah, no, I wasn't worried about that at all. You know what? I I, I think I know what she's after. Mushrooms? Yep. She's still mm. searching for that, that mushroom. The elusive mushroom. Hey, well... Thank you very much, Miss Lady Person and Dancing. You guys are really nice. I'm typically here. I, if you need anything else, I can help you out, I suppose. She's holding a hand out. I certainly can help you again, if you'd like. Um, did you need something? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I... Did you want to hold my no, bird? No, certainly fine. I don't need anything. She's really confused and just takes Zira off her shoulder and tries to put Zira in the lady's hand. <laughs> she takes her hand back. I'm just a poor lady with no job and no income and my husband died. But other than that, I oh, have... Oh, that's terrible. I have my cat. It's okay. Hey, what's I your name? I see what's going on here. She's a shakedown artist. Hey, what's your name? My name is Celia. Celia? Mm, hold on. She ruffles through her bag a little bit and pulls out one of the last little chunks of the root. And what she doesn't realize is berry paste that has nice. gone terribly bad and pulls that bag out too. It's like, oh, here, uh, I don't really have much, but this root's really good. You can make tea and stuff out of it. It'll make you feel really nice. And I got some, oh, you know, never mind about the berries. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's going on there, Shine? Uh, you know, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, those berries don't yeah, look so you know, good that's anymore. Fine. I need a river. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thank you. She accepts the roots that you're providing. I, I, all right, I I appreciate it. I put a silver in her palm. Oh, you are a dear, aren't you? Oh, shinies! Yeah, I have some shinies. She pulls out two silver and four copper and puts it in her hand. Oh my goodness, dancing! It looks like you can eat today. Well, we really appreciate you giving us information on our friend. We're really concerned about her. She heads off into the house. Just oh, this is wonderful dancing. Just oh, thank you. You recognize then that heading to the north. If you were to head directly north, it's mostly farm fields off that way, and you can see some houses off in the distance. But if you were to look more to the northwest towards the flame cliffs, there is a tree line there, and that's where you believe. Fern may have went. The cliffs themselves have a very nice metallic sheen to them because of minerals in the cliffs themselves that when the sun rises, it shines really nicely off of the cliffs and it gets this kind of nice flame effect. Well, I think that's where she said that Fern went. So we'll probably have to go that way to see if we can't find her. Well, I suppose we probably shouldn't wait too much longer then. All right, let's go. Let's go. All right. We're going to have to go. So you head off in that direction and you do, after a short while, come to the tree line. So as you enter this scrub brush area, you find that the ground is so rocky as you're moving into the space. It becomes difficult to locate where anybody might have entered. So go ahead and make a perception or if you have survival. Nat 20. Nat 20. 18. It doesn't matter. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so that's bad. It's only an eight. So you spent some time looking, and as you move up and down the area here, you're trying to locate where maybe somebody had entered into the scrub and into this rocky area. Zafini notices that there's a couple of broken branches entering into a space, and ordinarily you wouldn't have thought too much of it, except for the way that they are broken down low where a gnome might have moved. Hey, hey, hey. I think she went this way. Look at this. Look at those branches right there. Yes. They're hey. broken. Oh. And you know what? They're hmm. broken in the direction that she's traveling. How do you know it was her, though, and not, like, an animal? There's like a, a lot of animals that are our height. Like what kind of animal? Uh, a deer. Shine, shine. Look, the height in which it's broken is perfect for a gnome. Oh, yeah. Look at that. If you guys look close, you can see. Right where it's broken, you can see the outline of what? The heel and a slight imprint in the dust. Oh, Shine, oh. look at that. Yeah, I suppose that doesn't look like an animal foot. No, so. it doesn't, does it? She just hey, kind of hey, burrows through. Shine. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm stuck on a branch, hold on. Uh, okay, we're good. Okay, so so now we know she went this way. Can you send Zira out, see if she sees her? Hey, Zira, I need you to go out and find our new friend, okay, Zira? And if you can find her, bring us to her, okay? Or bring her back to us, I suppose. Anyways, go on. Okay, have Zira make a perception check. With advantage? Um, okay, so it's 15 total. Okay, you send Zira off, and Zira heads directly to the tree line and then circles around above the trees for a little while. And you can see that she seems to spend a little more time near the cliffs, sort of moving back and forth along the cliffs. But after a short period, she does fly back to you and lands and seems to make noises to you in general that are in the affirmative. Oh, guys, Zira saw something. All right, come on. And she sloughs her back up in the air, and we're going to yeah. follow. When you send her up in the air again, she heads directly towards the cliffs. All right, come on, guys. It's, right, she's well, got to be go. this way. Yeah, let's do it. Let's follow that bird. So you are able to keep an eye on Zira as you're moving through the trees and sort of through stumbling and running and Zira sort of helping you out by coming back around. You're able to make it towards the cliffs. It takes you a good 20 minutes or so of sort of stumbling through all these trees and brush and scrub and rock and everything else. And you do end up getting over near where the cliffs are. As you break into the clearing where the tree line ends and the cliffs start, there's a nice sort of gap where everything opens up and there's a branch that's hanging out over the cliffs and Zira flies over and lands on the scrub that seems to be coming right out of the cliffs and screeches at you. Can we thoroughly investigate that area where we feel Zira's calling it out? Yep. Hey guys, look at, she's up really high, which means that Fern's probably up there. How the heck did she get up there? I don't know, but let's, uh, we need to take a look. As you break into this area, you do notice that the cliffs are very high. It'd be difficult for you to estimate exactly, but hundreds of feet anyways. Go ahead and make an investigation check though, or a perception check might be more appropriate. Eight. 18. Okay. 22 total. So as Zafini is looking up, trying to ponder how Fern might have gotten up higher, Shop and Shine, do notice down below there seems to be a crumpled form down at the base of the cliffs. <gasps> oh! Oh no! She just tears off. Shine, where are you going? There's there's something at the base of the cliffs. Come on! All right. She just books it towards Shine. the base. <laughs> Shine! Come on, Zafini. Let's go get her. Ah, uh, there she goes. She's booking butt again. Yep. Just like she does. Books butt. She's yeah. booking butts. <laughs> All right. So it takes you just a moment to get over to the cliffs. And as you approach the cliffs, you do notice that it, there is is a crumpled form covered in a bluish green cloak laying no. at the base of the cliffs. Fern? Oh, oh, that looks like her. No, that looks no, like no, her no, cloak. No, 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 this, no, come on, come on, Fern. Oh, that can't be Fern. That's not good. She leans down, and now that she's like right next to it, does it look like there's a figure? There is definitely a figure entirely covered in a cloak. There is blood and it's sort of twisted unnaturally a form underneath the cloak. I'll uh, hold the cloak back and uh, see if we can recognize it as Fern. You pull the cloak back. It is not Fern. 
Oh, oh my oh. god. Oh my god. Uh, I'm concerned okay, and this confused. Is good. This is not good, but it's good. Who is this person? And why do they have Fern's cloak? Yeah, that's a good question. Huh? It doesn't now that you get a better look at it, it doesn't appear to be Fern's cloak. This is a woman, a human woman. The cloak is far too big to have fit Fern, but she's got very dark hair, medium build, and don't know where she came from, but it looks like she was very badly bruised and beaten. She's twisted terribly. Like uh, she had from, fallen? From what you can guess, she may have fallen. Yes. Oh, Shine, you know what? I think she may have fallen. About what age? Younger? Younger. Well, I mean, in the 20s, let's oh. say. Guys, this is, this is terrible. Make She's... an investigation check. 10. 17. 20 total. Okay, so Shine, you were sort of distraught. You thought, oh my gosh, this is Fern, but you're relieved to notice that it's not her. And when Zafini pulled the cloak back, one thing that immediately caught your eye was a burn on this woman's neck. It's hard to identify because of the, the roughness of the burn, but it appears to be what you might think. And maybe this is just simply the fact that you've been talking about this recently, but it looks to be almost a dragon with a sword crossing it. But that's the best you can tell. Who is this lady? I don't understand what's going on, but I don't think she died from falling off the cliff. No, you don't. No. Why do you say that? She pulls down the cloak a little bit more to expose the burn and get a better look at it. <gasps> look at her neck. Look oh at her neck. Oh my gosh. Wow. Like maybe it's just getting in my brain because of all the talk of dragons recently, but to me it kind of looks like what I would imagine a dragon would look like with a sword on it. This was intentionally done and that looks like a branding iron. What does that mean? That means somebody else burnt it into her neck. Why would they do that? I don't know. To make a statement, maybe? Maybe. Does it look like she has stuff on her, other than just the cloak and clothing? No, you, d you don't notice anything unusual. There's nothing on her. Okay. Shine, since she's been on the ground next to this lady, mm -hmm. she just kind of leans forward and just whispers into the lady's ear, like, It's okay. You can sleep now. We'll figure this out for you. And then goes off to the side and starts collecting branches and makes like a little clearing to make a bed of branches. Okay. So. All right. So we're going to take care of this and make sure she has a proper burial? I don't know what you mean by burial, but we can't just leave her body like this. Right. No, I agree. We need to we need to do something. What do you have in mind, Shine? Well, you can't have dead bodies around, so usually usually we'll just burn them, kind of propagate the earth, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose you're right. And then it makes it so that people don't get sick cuz rotting things are bad. So, yes. yeah. I'll help you gather some wood. Hey, thank you. No, no, my pleasure. Let's go. Shine is able to find a number of things and you make a nice mound or effigy or however you're doing this. And you are able to, at least to your own satisfaction, you're able to create a space where you feel that she would be put to rest appropriately. As they put her on the effigy, they started burning and whatever. Shine kind of has that moment of, she remembers on the ship with Captain Flock. And so she's like, okay guys, I feel like we should probably say something. Um, oh lady of mystery, alone ye be, but uh, comfort now you have by the trees. Bows her head a little bit. Okay, guys, we should go find Fern so nothing happens to her. Oh, Shine, Good. that was beautiful. Good one, Shine. All right, so the, the smoke of the fire you see does leave sort of a black, greasy smoke from the burning body and the wet branches and everything that you're able to gather, and it creates a nice column of smoke. As you stand there, you say your nice farewells to this woman, and you have to decide where you're going next. It's Mark, your friendly neighborhood DM. I'm here to share a special announcement. 
Dungeon Digressions is going to be attending GaryCon. That's right, GaryCon. Simply one of the greatest conventions dedicated solely to tabletop games of all kinds and named after Gary Gygax, the creator of Dungeons & Dragons. In fact, the convention tagline celebrating a life well played applies to not only Gary, but also all of us who have made the hobby of Dungeons & Dragons part of our lives. So, whether you're interested in Dungeons & Dragons or any other sort of game that you could possibly imagine, come on over to GaryCon. Dungeon Digressions will be there on March 26th, running two sessions set in our world of Ateria. Even if you don't get a chance to come by and play with us, make sure you stop by and say hi. We'd love to hear from you. See you soon! Our world, once beautiful, filled with hope and ripe with life, now stares into the emptiness of extinction, where kingdoms reigned, capital cities now sprawl, ripe with fear and loss. Those upon the edges of the wilds become fewer, as corruption seeps from the shadows down deep. But we will not submit to the night, we will not willingly be consumed by the gloom. Companies will rise. The Grey Wolves will fight. While Manifest may tear themselves from our dreams, we will take back the light they have stolen. Join us at MidnightKingdoms.com. Fight with us. Make your print in the Chronicles of the Grey Wolves. Hi, this is Mark. I'm your DM. And I just want to take a moment and send a quick message out to Percy from Instagram. We have some really great social media users. We, we're out there on Twitter. We're out there on Instagram. You know them all. And Percy goes by Rena996. And they sent a really nice message to us simply saying that they really loved the premise of the episode and that they'd love to see the characters come back in the future. You know, the reason that Percy sent that was because we have a great giveaway going on right now to get some D20s in honor of the year 2020. So if you're not following us on any of the social media sites, come on out. You might have a chance to win something just like Percy. Thanks, Percy. Hey, guys. Everyone had to make sacrifices at some point, but few sacrifice as much as those in the armed forces. Transitioning back to daily life can be a serious challenge to our soldiers, and that's where Wounded Warrior Project comes in. They offer assistance with not only helping with the transition to a normal life, but also with everything else that follows. From mental and physical health to regaining independence, the Wounded Warrior Project is there to stand with you through the journey. Please consider supporting your local programs to help offer them a brighter future and a healthier now. Thanks. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us by visiting our Patreon site at patreon.com slash Dungeon Digressions. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at Dungeon Digress or email us at Dungeon Digressions at Gmail. You can also visit our website, DungeonDigressions.com. Our cast for this episode was Schlepp, played by Dave Stern, Zafini, played by myself, Richard McKay, Shine, played by Marza, Fern, played by Casey Monroe, and our illustrious DM, Mark McCarthy. We want to give a shout out to Arrogant Worms. Thanks for allowing us to use your song, Great to Be a Nerd, for our theme music. We would also like to thank all the royalty-free artists that allow their music to be used by everyone. For more information about any of these artists, please visit our website. We really hope you enjoyed what we had here today. We had a lot of fun. We hope you enjoyed it a lot. If you want to join us, if you want to hear more about what we're doing, there's things and stuff and tweets and twits and thank you so much. Thank you. 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 Hey, thank you. Oh, 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 oh,
And that's our exit.